0: K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome back to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. Oh
0: my god.
1: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, we decided to hold
0: off uh, recording the first episode until we had gone to Permission to Dance, BTS.
1: Yeah. Woo. Wow. <laughs> Wow.
0: Okay, so let, let's let's preface this with we went to two dates. Mm-hmm. The first date, we went to day two, mm-hmm. but we did the YouTube theater. Yes. And then we went to the last day on Jin's birthday in the actual stadium. Yeah. Both of our voices have not fully recovered no, from this night. No, still be a little I raspy. can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay, because it was all worth it. Also, if you did not have the opportunity to go to the YouTube theater at least one of the nights,
1: it was really worth it.
0: Like, yeah. genuinely and seriously, I adored that
1: experience, and I would be willing to see other artists
0: in that capacity.
1: It's such a comfy theater. Mm-hmm. The seats are so nice. The atmosphere is nice. Just, it, mm, definitely, it has become one of my favorite venues. Yeah, and there
0: were... Um, these four older people like sitting right in front of us, they had to be in their like mid to late 50s maybe early 60s and I heard them talk about how they wanted to do this because they thought it would be more comfortable than being in the stadium and I was like that's a really nice option for people who don't want to be like, because the stadium obviously was so loud (laughs) Yeah,
1: so loud like my ears are still kind of hurting yeah, it (sighs) It was intense.
0: Take so go ahead and explain or just say whatever thoughts you'd like to say about your concert experience this time around. Yeah. This is I, our third time seeing BTS live. Yeah.
1: I it's it was life-changing as always. I don't think I will ever get used to seeing them perform. Mm. I it's just absolutely mind-blowing every single time. Uh, like Millie said, I I really also enjoyed the live play experience, um, mostly because we got to see up close exactly what was going on on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really didn't, we weren't wondering, hey, what are they doing? Like, well, because we had nosebleed seats. Mm-hmm. I will, n- I would never want to have nosebleed yeah. seats again. I mean, not like, there's never a bad seat when you go see BTS. Right. Like that's certain. And now that I've seen them in different like capacities, I I one hundred percent believe that. But um given how long we've been in the fandom, I'm like <laughs> I'm just like, I want to fight harder for better seats. But it was it was it I I really can't say more than it was life changing and just so emotional. Um, because after having waited so long, it, it just all felt Like suddenly just everything was worth it (laughs) when I saw them again. Mm. And I just, I cried so much. She did. And I am just so thankful to the universe that we got to experience Megan the stallion (laughs) and Coldplay. (laughs) Yeah. I, I can't believe that the two days that we went
0: were the days that there were guests. Like that was just luck of the draw. (laughs) Yeah. For real. We had no idea that that was going to happen. Um, I we should have told him about this, but I realized that we didn't I so the odds of him hearing this are very small. <laughs> we met a very nice army when yeah. we were sitting in our seats on the stadium day. Uh, his name was Skyler. he was from Missouri and I was like that was probably my favorite part. yeah was just meeting so many different armies from different places yeah like even at work the weekend of the concert. <laughs> and mind you, we work nowhere near the stadium. Like, no. Totally. No. I was so confused. Some army came in. She had I, the only reason I knew she was an army is because she had a BTS mask on, obviously. And I was like, oh, happy like BTS weekend. And she's like, oh, yeah, I flew in from New Jersey. And I was like, what? And so like just meeting people like that was really fun. Um, when we were standing in line for different pictures, we talked to people. I gave away some freebies on the second day, yeah. and that's always fun.
1: We met, like, some quarantine armies, which yeah. was really interesting.
0: <laughs> it was, I I don't know, it was just weird. Although uh, we found out that one of our coworkers is literally a quarantine army. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's always a great time, no matter what. Um, I get a lot of concert anxiety, like, whenever I'm about to go. I have a lot of stress of just, like, getting there. So if I didn't have that, I definitely would have wanted to do the YouTube theater literally all the other days that we were not at the actual concert because those bitches changed
1: up the set list every day. (laughs) And I'm a little mad about it at them, but I'll forgive them eventually. I know. (laughs) know. If they, I will, I all my anger will absolve if, In the next tour, Bulletproof the Eternal, or We Are Bulletproof the Eternal, is on the set list. Yeah. Um, Because I am quite, quite upset I didn't experience it. But we did experience Spring Day Mm -hmm. and Young Forever. And I will, for the rest of my life, hold that very close to my heart. And save me. Yes. And home. Yes. Oh, careful. Yes. (laughs) Oh,
0: my gosh. Red lighting here. Um, so yeah, I, I we feel great. Feel amazing. Um we have found out I don't think we've said this on the podcast because I think this happened whilst we were on our break. We found out that our ATs tickets are good. Unfortunately,
1: Tay will be in Korea, but yeah. I will. And I be can't going. even see them in Korea <laughs> because their concerts in Korea are happening while I'm in quarantine. <laughs> so that sucks, but yeah. I will still fine. be going. Um I will meet Hong Jung someday. <laughs> It will happen. Uh, the Twice tickets go on sale next week. Oh my
0: gosh! And we will get some. Yeah, um, we got our Candy Bongs, or we pre-ordered our Candy Bongs, uh, which I'm pretty excited about because I've always liked the look of the Twice light stick. Yeah, I think me it's too. really cute. Um, and yeah,
1: I'm just oh, we have tickets to Monster X as well. Yes, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> Millie who just out of nowhere <laughs> texts me with the screenshot. Like we're gonna go see Mod X. and I was like, What? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, um, I'm I'm honestly mostly excited. I mean obviously to see Mod X. Their show their show the last time. is a banger. So yeah. that's always fun. It, but then it it's always it's always a good feeling to use the light sticks that we have. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um <laughs> I had this, speaking of light sticks, had a
0: weird experience. Listen, my Army Bomb version 3 is, like, janky. It does not have enough metal to conduct or something. And basically, it never did the color purple, which was, like, super yeah. annoying because it was... That's the color. Yeah. Um. And now I have... Well, we both have the Army Bomb, Map of the Soul, Special Edition. Mm -hmm. And for some... It worked totally fine at the YouTube theater. I had no issues whatsoever. And then when I was actually in the stadium, I had all these problems. I got a burn mark on my
1: thumb from
0: it. And I'm... A little more, I'm leaning towards I just got the wrong batteries, more than the army bomb itself.
1: Yeah, because how on earth could you have gotten, like, two faulty army bombs? Yeah, I
0: feel like the odds are pretty slim. Yeah, Um, I didn't get, like, Energizer or name brand, so I think that might be it. Um, (laughs) But that's fine. Also, sorry, this is going to be a very long beginning, but the Spotify wrapped came out super great. Uh, I wanted to once again say thank you to everyone listening currently and, you know, everyone who's been listening since the beginning or any other time because we had such cute little analytics and stats and it made me really happy. I was like crying (laughs) so happy. Oh my gosh. So, some of my favorites, oh, we also learned some things. We found out that most people listen to the podcast between the times our time of five p m and eleven p m and I was like, "Cool, <laughs> um, I guess I'll never stress about trying to release it as early as possible. I know. because apparently everyone listens at night anyway um." My favorites were 100 fans listen to you more than any other podcast. Oh, I was like, wow. Shout out. <laughs> Three fans spent their birthday listening to us. Shout out. <laughs> and five fans rang in the new year with us. So the oh. very first day of 2021, they listened to our podcast. Which
1: you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And then when I posted about it on our Instagram, you know, we had people <laughs> actually commenting. Like it's stuck in the wall saying, you guys are one of my Go to podcast, just so you know. And then W X Y E Gen. I'm really happy your podcast was my most listened to this year. And I was like, uh. shout out. Just wanted to mention everyone <laughs> and let you know
1: that we do, in fact, appreciate you very much. Yeah, very, very much. I I couldn't believe just how <laughs> good our analytics are for our Spotify wrapped. I was just so oh blessed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So and
0: thankfully. It was kind of like right at the last second. I've been messaging authors all of the month of November, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until the very last week <laughs> that people started answering me. Um, and so thankfully I have quite a few authors lined up. We're definitely going to be okay for the rest of the year, probably mm-hmm. the rest of January, because we'll have to stack episodes because Tay will be gone. Anyway, today we are, or tonight, tonight <laughs> we are reading from, Wattpad author, OT5stan for the number four, Life, which, of course, I will be putting in the description. Uh, They requested... Well, they didn't request. They said if we were willing to risk it all here um, to read their story worth the risk. And this is under their Dreamcatcher Imagines one-shots x girl book. So, this is Dreamcatcher. Now, I... Don't have a Dreamcatcher bias, nor do I know all their names or anything like that. However, Tay has a bit more familiarity.
1: Yeah, I I really like Dreamcatcher. I, y'all, I don't know what it is. It's like Millie with GOT7. I (laughs) cannot keep their names straight for the life of me. Mm -hmm. I I have watched many videos. I have taken notes and everything, but for some reason, their names just don't stick. All I remember are my bias, Dami, Mm -hmm. and the leader, Jiu. Well, <laughs> thankfully, this is about the leader. Oh, okay, Gia. awesome.
0: <laughs> so, at the very top, <laughs> uh, the author has an author's note that says, What's your favorite Dreamcatcher music video? It's difficult for me to choose, but I'd say either Boca or Deja
1: Vu. Well, that's probably Deja Vu. Yeah, I'd
0: have to agree because uh, there aren't very many Dreamcatcher songs that I have on my playlist, but Deja Vu, well, um, you know what?
1: I was going to say, you're, pretty, probably you're a scream, scream. gal, yeah. <laughs> which I love scream also, but yeah. deja vu. Oh, my god, I, I remember when that came out. and
0: Oh, so good. Yeah. So um, let's get into it. You ever just stop and take a moment to think over your life and realize that you're not at all where you picture you be? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Starting off strong. Woo. Okay. That hit me in a weird place. You realize that you've made all these decisions that ended up leading you to the worst possible situation you could have put yourself in. Make it stop. (laughs) I'm in this fic and I don't like it. (laughs) One paragraph in. Well, that's exactly how I feel right now. As I stared at the side profile of my group leader, watching as she smiled at the fan sitting across from the table in front of her while signing a personalized message on his Dreamcatcher album, don't get me wrong, I am thankful to debut in a group with seven amazing girls and to have so many supportive fans, but that wasn't the bad part. The fans stood up next... The fan stood up from his seat and moved up to the next member, making Jiu look up. She noticed I was staring and looked over me quizzically at first, but a smile soon took over her features. My face flushed and her heart raced in my chest. Her heart raced in my chest. <laughs> my heart raced in my <laughs> chest. And as I stared into her eyes for a moment too long, that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I'll probably <laughs> leave that in. But that was my ringtone and his hobby making cute sounds. <laughs> well, let me turn that off real quick. If you hadn't guessed by now, I stupidly decided, well, maybe not decided because love is pretty unpredictable and helpless, to fall in love with my friend and member Kim Minji. <laughs> and if you're still not understanding the problem, let me remind you that we are K-pop idols. Females who live in South Korea, a very conservative country. <laughs> Everything about me loving G.U. is wrong. Yet here I was, like a lovesick puppy, staring at her as if she was the most beautiful thing in the world. I just had to be born with a talent for music. Woe is me. <laughs> that was my little ad lib, but that's what it feels like right now. I just had to dream of being a K-pop idol. I just had to audition at Happy Face Entertainment. I just had to be put in a group with the girl I would end up falling in love with. I just had to make all these decisions that ended up leading me to this point in my life. Now, every single day, I had to walk on eggshells around GU, attempting to disguise my feelings so that I wouldn't ruin my career and possibly my members' careers as well. As well. As well. (laughs) It was exhausting and sometimes made me wish I wasn't born the way I was. Maybe if I was just straight... (laughs) <laughs> it's in italics so i wanted to say tm straight tm everything would be so much easier that's how it seemed anyways straight people aren't constantly ridiculed for who they love they aren't seen as different or disgusting heck they heck <laughs> heck they don't even have to clarify their preference because it's automatically assumed But then I think about how happy girls make me, how having a different preference is what makes me unique. I think about how strong and beautiful the community that I'm a part of is, how open-minded and accepting people like me are. It makes me proud to be part of something like that, and I would love to share that part of myself with the world and to be honest about who I love and maybe even become a person that others could look up to. But then I remember the seven girls around me who worked so hard and so long to get to where they are today. Now, this is a very good point that the author is bringing up because... Yeah, we all, I mean, we obviously are American. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not perfect, but it's a lot better. Yeah. And the idea that you could just ruin your life and ruin so many other people's lives yeah. with one in like, choice like that for idols, it's very serious. Mm-hmm. We all joke about it all the time. People are, <laughs> you know statistically we all know that not all idols are straight (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) very impossible (laughs) but um you know in all our own times seven girls that deserve to be here i wouldn't want to sabotage their careers just for some selfish reason like admitting who i love (laughs) and that is exactly why i can't ever be my ah true self (laughs) Maybe if I wasn't in a group, it could be different. I could handle the hate thrown at me and the potential downfall of my own career, but I would never wish that upon them. So instead, I look up at the male fan sitting in front of me and put on my best fake smile, (laughs) continuing to sign his album and nodding my head as he told me how much he loved me. My immediate thought was, you probably wouldn't love me if you knew the real me, but I quickly pushed that back into my mind and thanked him anyway. The rest of the fansign went on with me continuing to act happy while also avoiding eye contact with the gorgeous member sitting next to me, the latter being the hardest to pull off considering she kept looking at me. She knew something was up and that's the one thing I loved and hated about her. She was extremely observant and annoyingly caring. All I had to do was look even the slightest bit unhappy and she immediately knew I was in a bad mood. No matter how much I tried to hide it, she somehow always noticed." The fan event was finally over, and when we walked back behind the stage, ji pushed her way towards me and grabbed my hand. Her soft, warm skin sent tingles through my body, and I immediately felt better. As we walked through the hallway, she stayed silent, but once we got to our dressing room, she stopped and turned towards me with a knowing look. "'What's up?' I asked innocently, trying to seem oblivious. "'What's wrong?' she said, ignoring my act and getting straight to the point." Looking at her eyes and seeing how much she clearly cared about me, I nearly gave in. But then the doubts came rushing back, and just like that, I tore my gaze away, lying straight through my teeth. Nothing. I'm fine. She scoffed immediately. Yeah, I've heard that before. Hmm. I didn't reply, so she took a step forward, forcing me to make eye contact. I can't. I (laughs) can Forcing me to make eye contact once again. Look, I can't tell. Look. I can tell that something is on your mind. She came even closer to making my heart skip a beat and my mind go blank. I felt her hand clutch mine once again as she whispered, You know you can tell me anything, right? For a split second, I let myself believe that she already knew and took an even bigger reach, thinking that she might be insinuating that she liked me too. But after a few seconds, I came back to reality inside, pushing those ridiculous thoughts to the back of my mind and locking them away. I couldn't afford to think like that, not when our careers were on the line. But tonight, we'll leave it on <laughs> the line. Ten points for uh, whoever knows that song off the top of their head. What <laughs> I would have to conceal that part of myself for at least as long as I am a member of Dreamcatcher. There was no other logical option. I felt G.U. squeeze my hand, making me realize I never answered her question. "'Yeah, yeah, I know,' I rushed out, which only caused her to look skeptical at my response. It seemed like she was going to say something, but one of the other members cut in before she could, telling us it was time to change and head back to our dorms. I was prepared to walk away when she stopped me one last time. "'We're talking about this later.' She clearly tried to sound demanding like the leader she is, but I cracked a small smile. "'Hey, I mean it,' she yelled, giving my shoulder a light shove before walking away. "'God, why does she have to be so lovable?' (laughs) I wouldn't be in this mess in the first place if she wasn't. And that's the first part of this fic. Wow. There is two parts,
1: which I think we can definitely do tonight. Alrighty, here's part two. The rest of the day seemed to drag on with mindless interviews. I felt myself falling into an unconscious cycle of rinse and repeat. My mind was so preoccupied with all of my greatest worries that I didn't even remember a single thing I said in any of those interviews. Oof. It wasn't a very healthy or productive habit, but I couldn't help it. When you have a secret that could ruin so many people's lives, most of the time it was the only thing on your mind. Eventually, the day had turned to night and we were back in our dorms. I roomed with Handong, but since she has been on hiatus, I had the room to myself. Handong is the Chinese member. That I do remember. (laughs) Good job, Yes, thank you. It was times like these when I was thankful for that. Of course I missed Handong, but this way I could have time to myself to think without being interrupted. Taking advantage of the moment, I stepped out into onto the balcony attached to my room and took a seat on the outdoor couch. Oof, I don't know why that was so difficult. <laughs> the sun had gone down and it was actually pretty chilly outside. Normally, I would have brought a blanket out, but in this moment, I was too deep in my thoughts to care. The sky was clear and although I was in the city, I could make out a few stars. It made me think back to something one of my bandmates said. If you ever feel lonely, just look up at the stars and remember that we're all looking at the same sky.
0: Mm. Wait, what's that from?
1: It's from something. It's from something. (laughs) The concept. It's a pretty comp, yeah. Yeah. It would make you think that someone out there could be going through the exact same situation you are right now. But to me, that seemed impossible to believe. Everyone else around me seemed so put together and perfect. All the other idols were exactly the way where they were supposed to be. They all fit the mold perfectly. Yet here I was, the complete opposite of what an idol was supposed to be. I have more progressive beliefs and I acted more masculine than I should as a lady. (laughs) Oh, but here's the kicker. I liked girls. Honestly, knowing how the public would react to that almost made me want to come out myself. But even more than that, I wanted to come out just to get these persistent worries off my shoulders. Oh, did I dress too masculine today? Shoot, am I looking at one of my members for too long? Was that blush too suspicious? I wish I was joking when I said those things. I wish I didn't have to keep a secret. I wish so badly that I could just tell everyone, even just to get it off my chest. Secrets are so painful and exhausting. I felt like I was living a lie. I felt like I couldn't even be my true self. And I've spent so much of my life trying to hide a part of myself that I haven't been able to truly live. I wanted to experience how it would feel living with no more burdens. I wanted to be unapologetically myself. But I couldn't. And it made me so mad. Mad at the world, at the way things are, at the way things have to be. Screw the world for telling me what is right and wrong, for telling me that who I am and what I love is wrong, and screw the people in it for going along with that, for believing it for truth because everyone is too afraid of change. Then I realize how hypocritical that sounds. How can I be mad at the world for not accepting change when I can't even do it myself? I can't even admit who I am. I can't even be honest in order to bring that change myself. It no longer involves Gio or my members. They can't be my excuse anymore. If I really wanted to do all the things I said I wanted to, then I would have done it already. There was only one way to make that possible without taking everyone else down with me. Just then, my thoughts were interrupted by the sound of the sliding glass door opening. I should have known you would be out here. My head turned and I spotted the blonde member who was the cause of my (laughs) quarter-life crisis. (laughs) Our eyes met and she immediately frowned, sensing something was off. "'It's freezing out here,' she looked over the balcony before rubbing her shoulders and focusing back on me. "'You should come back inside.' "'I wanted to refuse, but she gave me a look that told me I shouldn't. "'So being the whipped person I was, (laughs) I followed her back into my room and sat on the edge of my bed. "'At this point, my mind was still swarming with thoughts, so I found it hard to concentrate on anything. "'I didn't even realize Gio had walked over and grabbed a blanket until she stood in front of me and draped it over my shoulders.' My mind seemed to focus instantly when she stayed standing less than a foot away from me. All the time I spent attempting to control my feelings went down the drain as I stared into her sparkling brown eyes. I already knew my cheeks were red and I felt my heartbeat speed up in my chest. All she had to do was look at me and it drove me crazy. There's no way I could continue hiding this from her. I had to make it stop before I gave myself away. So, I forced my eyes away from her and focused on my hands in my lap instead. It was quiet for a few seconds before I heard her sigh. Why are you doing this? Out of all the things I expected her to ask, that was not one of them. Me neither. I know. (laughs) My eyebrows furrowed. What do you mean? I asked without looking up. Why do you insist on shutting me out? Mm. This caused me to finally look up at her. What surprised me more than her words was the expression on her face. I had never seen her so confused and desperate. Normally she was so composed, so to see her like this made my heart drop in my chest. Why do you insist on ho- on hiding your feelings? Do, oh. you- do you know how many times you have told me that you were fine when you clearly weren't? She paused for a moment. But She's I probably was- counting. Because <laughs> I do that. But I was unable to respond. What was I supposed to say? She shook her head and smiled sarcastically. Every time. You say it every single time. I knew she was right, but I hated that she noticed it. Every day she was getting closer to finding out my secret, and now it felt like everything was starting to bubble over. So I did the only thing I knew how to do in order to stop it.
0: What? Now you know my terrible (laughs) secret. (laughs) You're gay? It's fine if you're gay, butters.
1: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't need you looking out for me. My tone was low but stern in order to get my point across. Maybe if she got mad at me, she'd finally leave me alone. Although she clearly wasn't finished, I... oh. Although she clearly wasn't finished... (laughs) "'I am your leader. It is my job to check on you,' she sighed again. (sighs) "'You know what? No, forget that. I'm your friend. I care about you. I'm allowed to make sure you're okay.' Her tone was soft and sincere, but I couldn't let it get to me. I looked away again and shook my head without responding. "'I thought out of anyone you trusted me the most. I thought you knew you could come to me with whatever it was you were going through. But I can tell you've been hiding things.' She stopped talking and I felt her stare like it was burning into the side of my head. "'Would you just look at me?' I couldn't even react before she reached out and abruptly tilted my chin up to make eye contact with her. Uh. You've kept this act up for so long now, and maybe the other members buy it, but I don't. You're not the same, and you haven't been for a long time. I can't just sit by and watch you battle this by yourself. Just talk to me. By this point, her voice had grown more and more desperate. Like earlier, I felt myself falling into those eyes and trusting her words. I wanted so badly to tell her everything, to spill it all right there. But I knew that no matter how much I trusted her, it wasn't worth the risk. "'When I say I'm fine, it means I'm fine. "'I told you a thousand times. "'There's nothing wrong with me.' "'My voice was much louder, and I stood up next to her, "'causing her to stumble backwards slightly. "'Clearly this just made her more upset "'as she stepped closer to me and said, "'Would you stop saying that?' "'Her voice had gotten much louder, "'causing my heart to beat quicker.' She continued to walk towards me, making me step backwards. Just stop pretending! With each word that left her mouth, I got more and more on edge. My emotions were running wild. I was angry, but not at her. I was angry at myself for not being able to tell her, for making her feel this way. Stop lying! Gradually, her words chipped away at me. I couldn't take it anymore. For once in your life, my back finally hit the wall, and her face was so close to mine as she yelled, Say something real! Her words struck a chord with me, and I finally snapped. I didn't even think. I just let my emotions take over and the truth finally came out. I'm in love with you. Oh, I thought she was going to kiss her. (laughs) (laughs) The words slid off my tongue so effortlessly. There was no denying they were true. I couldn't take them back now. We both took a second to fully process what had just been said. But when we did, both of our eyes widened. She looked away and the next minute of silence felt like the longest 60 seconds of my life. My whole world felt like it was crumbling around me as I replayed my own voice in my mind. I'm in love with you. How could I be so foolish? I had just decided that I wasn't ever going to tell her the truth. (laughs) In fact, I was beginning to think that the best thing would be to cut myself out of her life completely. If I wasn't in the group, in the spotlight, then I wouldn't share this burden with anybody else. Yet there it was, out in the open. She knew now, and those five words may have just risked it all. Uh, I I should leave, I decided without even thinking and began to walk away. Stop, she grasped my arm, to keep me from going any further. I turned around and looked at her once again. This time she didn't have that shocked expression on her face like earlier. Instead, she still seemed to be thinking, her eyes searching the distance. No words left her mouth, but she sat down on the bed and I got the hint, taking the spot next to her. My heart was still beating painfully in my chest as I waited for her to say something. I was so ready for rejection. I felt tears begin to brim at the corners of my eyes. I couldn't believe what I had just done, and I couldn't bear the silence any longer. "'I'm so sorry. I should have never said—' "'No,' she cut me off and finally looked up at me. Her eyes grew sympathetic as she watched a tear slide down my cheek. "'Please don't cry,' she said weakly, and I saw her own eyes turn glassy. She was the type of empathetic person who felt everything other people were going through, even if she had never gone through it herself. "'I ruined everything,' my voice cracked. "'Why would you think that?' she asked, astounded.' I looked up, attempting to stop my tears from flowing, but failed miserably. Me too. What I said, what, what I am, is wrong. I found it hard to form the right words, with all the conflicting emotions rushing through me at once. Jiu didn't even respond. She just immediately pulled me into a hug. It was then that I realized she was crying, too. Her hands rubbed my back while mine clutched her shirt. I didn't necessarily think that ji would be repulsed by me after hearing my confession, but I certainly didn't expect her to immediately be so comforting. After a few minutes, our tears had finally stopped and we slowly backed away. Her hands rested on my cheeks and she stared into my teary eyes. The way she was looking at me reminded me of the fan meeting earlier today. It instantly gave me butterflies, even after all this. If what you are is wrong, then I'm wrong too. Her words were soft but meaningful. Can I try something? I didn't even process her words before nodding my head automatically. She swallowed hard and I watched her eyes glance down at my lips. My face flushed as she leaned in and I finally realized just what she meant. Then something that I never imagined happening in my entire lifetime happened. <laughs> Kim Minji kissed me. A warm sensation en- en- enveloped my body when enveloped. her s- enveloped. A warm sensation enveloped my body when her soft lips met mine for the first time ever. My head spun and my heart pounded as I kissed back. Butterflies erupted in my stomach for the third time today, but it was nothing like the other two times before. Nothing in the world could compare to this. It was an indescribable feeling of true euphoria. I was in love, and this feeling proved that. After the moment was over, she backed away, allowing us to catch our breaths. We continued to stare at each other a while after, just letting everything sink in. What I thought was the worst moment of my life turned out to be the best. Although, I knew it wasn't that simple. What are we going to do? I whispered. Of course I was worried. It's not like the whole world changed their mind just because she kissed me. What about the members? She grabbed my hand to try and calm me down. Hey, don't worry. For once, I finally allowed myself to tru- to fully trust her words and let all my previous worries leave my mind. We'll figure something out. She paused and looked into my eyes lovingly before saying, You're worth the risk. Oh, <laughs>
0: Getting chills like as everything started to happen at the end, yeah.
1: And then
0: the name of the (laughs) film, oh my god! So, this totally gave me all the warms and fuzzies. Um, and also was you know, it was a good way to sort of talk about the struggles that idols go through that we don't even know about because I'm sure that there is a very large amount of idols that are struggling like this and i'm sure there's a lot of you who are struggling like this and for that i truly
1: my heart goes out to you yeah for real but anyway y'all um thanks for listening to this episode and thanks for if you're joining us thanks for waiting uh yeah we were on our little hiatus Mm -hmm. (laughs) we needed it we really
0: did yeah Um. (laughs) And I feel much more refreshed, rejuvenated,
1: and ready. Same. Well, I'm almost there. I I am two assignments away from being done with school. Like forever. Like forever. (laughs) (laughs) So once that happens, I'll probably have a little existential crisis, and then I'll be ready and rejuvenated. (laughs) But with that, y'all, thanks for listening to this episode. You can catch us in between episodes at Kpop Pillow
0: Talk on uh, sorry, it's been a minute. You can catch us in between episodes at K-Pop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on both Instagram and Twitter.
1: And if you like this podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and whatever other listening service that allows you to do so. Thanks for listening to this episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. Bye, hey, bitches! Please.